1: Bryant. One year later, the forgotten victims. It hurts. You know, it hurts. It hurts to this day. What Kobe's widow is saying today. Then, the family that drove 2,500 miles in an RV just to get the vaccine. Are
2: you any closer to getting the vaccine?
1: And vaccine chasers. The lucky ones who waited in line for 17 hours without an appointment and lucked out. One, two, three. And The ex-girlfriend of embattled actor, Army Hammer. Did he really brand her with his initial?
3: He carved a letter into your skin. Yeah, he did. He carved an A into me.
1: And Larry King, Deep Freeze. You plan to be cryogenically frozen. What we've learned about the TV legend. Did he go through with his desire to be frozen upon death?
4: Then he has a kid hostage right now. How
1: they save the baby.
4: Get the kid! Get the kid!
1: Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Today marks the one-year anniversary of the death of basketball great Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna. It also marks the anniversary of the deaths of the other seven people on board that doomed helicopter. Jim Murray now with a reminder of those forgotten victims.
6: A year ago today, the nation was shocked to hear the news. NBA legend Kobe Bryant has died in a
1: helicopter crash.
4: Kobe Bryant died Earlier this afternoon in Los Angeles in a
6: helicopter crashed. The basketball star perished along with his 13-year-old daughter Gianna and seven others after a helicopter taking them to a basketball tournament crashed in Calabasas, California. To mark the anniversary, Kobe's wife Vanessa wrote on Instagram, I miss my baby girl and Kobe Kobe so much. I will never understand why, how this tragedy could have happened to such beautiful, kind, and amazing human beings. I love you. The families of the other victims are also grieving one year later. John Altabelli, his wife Carrie and their 13-year-old daughter Alyssa all lost their lives that day. Now John's brother Tony tells Inside Edition the moment he found out.
1: I got a phone call from uh, the assistant coach on the team and he was already inconsolable at that point. And he said they're all gone and, and I'm like what do you mean they're all gone? Who's all gone? And he said, John, Kerry, and Alyssa, they were on the helicopter and they're all gone.
6: John was the beloved head baseball coach at Orange Coast College for nearly 30 years.
1: His last ever game was the state championship.
6: Also on board the helicopter was 38-year-old Christina Mauser, who survived by three young children and a loving
7: husband. It's been a really, really tough year. Uh, We miss our... We miss our mom. We miss, I miss my wife.
6: Matt Mauser says he remembers the last thing Christina ever said to him as she left early that morning.
2: She came and kissed me on the cheek and I remember her saying, I love you. And I was still sleeping. I just, and then she kind of, I came to as she was walking out the door and she shut the door and I uh, went back to bed and I wish I would have, wish I would have woken up.
6: Their 11-year-old daughter Penny was supposed to be on the helicopter too, but she stayed home recovering from a cold to preserve her energy for a performance that night.
2: My wife and I decided that we were just going to keep her home and kind of forego her going up so that she could be, you know, ready for the show that night.
6: Tonight, Matt is hosting a virtual musical benefit to raise money for the Christina Mauser Foundation. Fans of Kobe are marking the anniversary with hundreds of murals painted across Los Angeles. There's even a map showing where you can find all of them. Stunning works of art to memorialize the beautiful souls lost much too soon.
5: The NTSB will be holding a virtual hearing next month to determine the probable cause of the crash. They have already ruled out engine and mechanical failure. How far would you go to get the COVID-19 vaccine? This family was so frustrated that they hopped in an RV and drove all the way across the country. But was a vaccine waiting for them when they got there? They spoke with Stephen Fabian.
2: A family has gone on a 2,500 mile cross country track in an RV to get a COVID-19
5: vaccine. We heard that Floridians were turning down the vaccine and that's when we heard that tourists could get the vaccine then.
2: Jonathan Bailey, his wife Danielle, and their year-old son Abraham drove from San Diego to Sarasota, Florida, shooting a video diary the entire way.
7: I'm John, and this is Danielle, and this is our home.
2: He showed me the RV that's now their home. This is our
7: living room area where
2: we like to hang out. These chairs double as living room chairs and also the chairs we drive in. Just swivel them right around, then we get going. But so far, their vaccine or bust quest hasn't paid off. Florida is tightening restrictions and requires state residency. Now that you've made this move, are you any closer to getting the vaccine? I would say no, I would say not at all. Our Jim Murray picks up the story in Los Angeles.
6: On this frigid, blustery day, hundreds of vaccine chasers are camping out. They don't have an appointment, but they are hoping to luck out. Some of these people have been camped out since 8 o'clock last night. Many of those overnight hours were spent sitting in the rain, all of it in hopes that there will be extra vaccine left over and they can get a shot.
0: It is around 7 a.m. I am here waiting with all the other vaccine chasers.
6: This is the sixth hour that Inside Edition producer Carly Baganguito has waited in line. We sent her there to find out how this unofficial wait list works. What are the folks at this clinic telling you as far as the likelihood that you're gonna get a vaccination? So a
0: lot of nothing really from officials. All of this has been kind of hearsay, Um, but you know, we're all hoping to get a vaccine.
6: I have bad asthma and I'm afraid. 42 year old Anthony has also waited six hours, desperate for the vaccine may get lucky, may not, but, yeah. but you could get pneumonia standing out here overnight. Absolutely, there's no system.
5: I don't blame anyone for showing up with the hopes that they might get a vaccine, but this isn't the right way to do it, and we discourage
6: it. Dr. Jerry Abraham is with Kedron Health Clinic in Los Angeles. Unlike some other health care facilities, I refuse to discard any vaccine. When word spread the doctor is giving out leftover vaccine doses, people started camping out by the hundreds. It could be as few as zero doses available, it could be as much as 10 doses available. During this day, his security team searches for seniors and health care workers without an appointment. Then, finally, others find themselves eligible. Okay, one, two, three, four. Our cameras roll as the wait pays off seven, for dozens. I have doses that are drawn up that I refuse to discard. Proceed in. Then another lucky group is ushered over. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And so it continues. One, two, three, four. Just before five in the afternoon, the gamble paid off. Because of the large number of no-shows, 40 people were allowed in to get the Moderna vaccine. You got the vaccine? Was it worth the wait? Was it worth waiting overnight? Absolutely, Absolutely.
5: Wow, that's 40 lucky people. Right now, it's estimated 57% of the vaccine shots that have been delivered to states around the country have been administered. Former President Trump has set up an office in Florida, but since he's banned from Twitter, he had to announce it the old-fashioned way. His aides issued a press release.
4: DONALD TRUMP IS BREAKING HIS SILENCE TODAY. IN A BRIEF EMAIL MESSAGE SENT TO REPORTERS, HE ANNOUNCED, TODAY DONALD J. TRUMP FORMALLY OPENED THE OFFICE OF THE FORMER PRESIDENT. THE OFFICE WILL CARRY ON THE AGENDA OF THE TRUMP ADMINISTRATION. THE ANNOUNCEMENT COMES AS TRUMP'S IMPEACHMENT TRIAL GETS UNDERWAY IN THE SENATE. YOU SOLEMNLY SWEAR. ALL 100 SENATORS SERVING AS JURORS WERE SWORN IN TODAY. But already, President Biden is admitting the effort is futile, telling CNN the Democrats don't have the votes. You need 17 Republicans to vote that Donald Trump
2: is guilty and to vote to convict him. Uh, I see that as almost a zero
4: percent probability. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Meanwhile, one of Trump's most loyal supporters, the MyPillow guy, has been permanently banned from Twitter for pushing those debunked conspiracy theories about election fraud. Mike Lindell told me he's sticking to his guns, even if it threatens his pillow business. Some of the nation's top retailers have stopped selling his betting line. Some of the stuff you're talking about now just sounds kooky to people.
5: I'm
1: standing my ground, I'm not going to back down.
4: Another Trump ally, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, is coming to Trump's defense today.
0: They beat him up before he got into office beating him up after he leaves office. I mean, at some point, I mean, give the man a break.
4: And there are reports that Trump's firebrand press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, One may soon be working COVID-19 at COVID-19 Fox, we'll Fox News. Um, Fox denies here. she's on her way, but a, a source here. familiar with the discussions yeah, tells Inside Edition, initial morning, conversations were had post-election and, health with and with we paused minutes, on them. We are open to like hiring her in the future.
5: As for the former president, regardless of what happens with the impeachment, Mr. Trump still faces a number of legal challenges, including tax fraud investigations, as well as that lawsuit from his niece, Mary Trump. She alleges she was cheated out of her inheritance. Other news today, actor Army Hammer has been one of the most promising actors in Hollywood, but all of that is in doubt, thanks to shocking allegations from his ex-girlfriend. Allegations so sick, they conjure up images of Hannibal Lecter character. She spoke with Amber Cagliano in this exclusive interview.
0: She's the beautiful model making disturbing allegations against her ex-boyfriend, the popular actor Army Hammer. Paige Lorenz says she was emotionally and physically scarred by Hammer, who starred in a string of hits, including The Social Network, Call Me By Your Name, and The Lone Ranger. I.O. Silver,
3: away! He's very charming, obviously really handsome. Um Funny, charismatic. In September
0: 2020, Paige says she became romantically involved with Hammer after he started following her on Instagram. Army Hammer is 34. Paige is 22.
3: Yeah. It was fun and adventurous, definitely nothing that I had experienced.
0: The star had recently filed for divorce from his wife of 10 years, Elizabeth Chambers, and his relationship with Paige appeared serious. The actor even invited Paige to spend
3: Thanksgiving with his mom. Thanksgiving with his family, which felt like a really normal step and gave me like a little bit of hope towards a normal relationship. You had fun with his family. Yeah, and it's just a nice thing and it made me feel like special because I come from a traditional family. But Paige says their romance took a dark turn
0: when Hammer suggested she watched the controversial 2002 film, The Secretary. Put your elbows on the desk. In the film, Maggie Gyllenhaal is introduced into the world of sadomasochism role play by her boss played by James Spader.
7: I don't understand.
0: Paige's social media followers began noticing bruising on her back and thighs. Did he
3: beat you up? It was never like that. It was always biting, um, biting, like, slapping, hitting. Like, you know, sexual, though. It wasn't, um... It wasn't like the traditional like abuse or anything like that. Ultimately, like I just wanted to please him, and in that moment, I would have let him do anything, which I think is the scariest part of this. She also says
0: Hammer literally branded her with the initial of his first name. He
3: carved a letter into your skin? Yeah, he did. He just carved an A into me. It got even more bizarre, Paige says, when Hammer brought up cannibalism. He would say, oh, I want to remove your ribs, we're going to find a doctor in LA, um, and I want to smoke them and eat them. At first, Paige says she thought he was kidding,
0: but then disturbing private messages were leaked, allegedly written by Hammer to several women on social media. I am 100% a cannibal, he supposedly wrote, and I want to eat you, said another. He was getting weirder and
3: weirder, and it just ended things
0: attorney sent us this statement. These assertions about Mr. Hammer are patently untrue. Any interactions with this person or any partner of his were completely consensual in that they were fully discussed, agreed upon and mutually participatory. The scandalous allegations are now seriously threatening his career. He recently dropped out of the new Jennifer Lopez action comedy movie, Shotgun Wedding, citing personal reasons.
3: When was the last contact and, and what was it? And what did you guys say? I sent him a message just
5: acknowledging that I knew what he had done to me. Army Army Hammer said to be worth $16 million. He inherited that money from his great-grandfather, the oil tycoon, Armand Hammer. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Next. He has a kid hostage right now. How they saved the baby. Get the kid, get the kid. And Larry King deep freeze. You plan to be cryogenically frozen. What we've learned about the TV legend. Did he go through with his desire to be frozen upon death? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. She wanted a baby, so she turned to Facebook. Next, Inside Edition. They fathered scores of kids. It's 35 and then another five on the way. 17... That I know of. The Facebook generation. Women can go and find the donor that they like. Then, COVID-19 long haulers. Will they ever get better? Next in edition
5: It is heart-stopping police body cam video of officers trying to stop a dad who snatched his baby and went on the run. Cops were sure they could stop the father, but would they be able to do so without the child being harmed?
4: It's a life or death drama at a hotel in Phoenix.
7: We've got an irate guest of another guest here, running around with a gun here. He's beating up on his old lady.
4: The hotel guest runs off with his baby. Then his desperate wife calls police.
2: a gun. He's loaded. He took the baby. He's trying to kill him. He's shooting fire. He's
4: going to kill people. He's shooting guns. A witness calls 911.
3: He has a gun and he has a baby in his arms. He is shooting. He's shooting right now.
4: A cop gets there just a minute later. The gunman opens fire. Okay. Oh, hey, drop the gun. Drop the gun, dude. He has a kid hostage right now. He has a gun. He has made one gunshot already. We need more units. Dude, put the kid. Other cops get there. He's he's got a gun, man, he's got the kid. When the suspect points the gun at the baby, a police sharpshooter lines up his shot. Everything is riding on this critical moment. The gunman is down and cops race to find out if the baby has been hurt. The gunman, identified by cops as 37-year-old Paul Bolden, was pronounced dead at a Phoenix hospital, but his baby is fine.
5: Incredible police work. The baby was reunited with his mother, and the baby is just fine. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. On a number of occasions, legendary broadcaster Larry King spoke of his interest in being cryogenically frozen when he died. So, did it happen? Larry
6: King was obsessed with the idea of being frozen after death. Listen to what he once told Conan O'Brien. When you die, it's bye bye, baby, right?
1: Right. Lights out, goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. So, the only hope, the only fragment of hope, is to be frozen. And then someday they cure whatever you died of and you're back.
6: In a New York Times interview five years ago, King said he wanted the full Ted Williams treatment. Ted Williams is, of course, the baseball legend who died in 2002 and remains frozen in a cryogenics facility in Scottsdale, Arizona. Larry King spoke about it again with Dr. Oz. So Larry King actually confided years ago to me that Uh, He actually didn't believe in an afterlife, so he wanted to keep his body alive and he found cryopreservation offered him that possibility. So did he go ahead with it? Was Larry King frozen in the aftermath of his death Saturday at the age of 87? A family source tells me that two years ago, his family sat down with him for a heart-to-heart to talk about his true desires following his death. After much consideration, he decided he did not want to be frozen. We're told that King had a traditional service over the weekend. It was described as small and private, you know befitting COVID-19 protocol. I know. Here's Larry, I know.
5: May he rest in peace. When we come back, the singing school official. And finally, today, he's getting the message out with a song.
2: So stay home, don't walk out the door, just lay around now. Because we're not open Monday morning. This school superintendent from Omaha found a clever way to announce a snow day to the tune of Gloria Gaynor's classic, I Will Survive. So stay inside and don't you drive. Oh, just curl up beside your loved ones and have a coke or five.
5: We have- <laughs> I have a coker five. Brent Hosings is actually known as the singing superintendent because he very often sets his messages to music. That's Inside Edition. I'm Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey.